Hey, my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm Tanya Murray, life coach and author, and my job is to help you understand that life is more than checking off boxes and living up to others' expectations. I want you to know that you're enough just as you are right now in this moment, even if the world says you're not. So thank you for being here. Do me a favor and hit subscribe and let's get on with the show. Hey friend, in this episode, I'm going to answer one of the questions that I get asked quite often. People are asking, when I ask you who you want to be, what do I mean by that? So I don't want you to become someone that you're not because of the pressures of society. I want you to decide what you want to give to the world, how you can be your authentic self and be true to your nature and who you are. Basically, I want to have you ask yourself in any situation, what would my best self do? To help illustrate that, I want to share an experience I had with you when I was in Philadelphia. I travel quite a bit for work, and a lot of times I'm traveling on my own. I actually quite like it. I've really learned a lot about myself by being alone in new and different places, and I like it because I don't have to people please. Like I don't have to find out what everybody wants to have for lunch or for dinner. I just go wherever the wind takes me. And it's one of my favorite things to do. But anyway, I was out to dinner in Philadelphia one night and I'm off by myself. And one of the things I found that I love to do when I travel alone is I typically like to go to a restaurant and sit up at the bar. And I try to sit kind of where the the staff is going to be bustling in and out. There's a bartender back and forth. And I love to people watch. So I kind of watch what's going on. I get the feel of them. We start to make jokes. Next thing we know, I have a really good time. I'm not out there alone hiding in a booth by myself with my head down. I'm actually able to visit with people and kind of make friends. I see and learn so much by doing that. So anyway, this particular day, I was out to dinner in Philly, and I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm close to where people are coming in and out to grab the drinks to to serve them. And I'm watching this one waitress, and she's getting a lot of flack from one of the customers. He's he's kind of given her hell and I'm watching this from a distance and I'm seeing everything that's going on. And to be honest, you guys, he's just being a jerk. And I don't know what the specifics were. I didn't really care, but I could just watch this behavior back and forth. And he would come up to the bar and he was super ornery and kind of gruff with the bartender. And then he'd go back to his seat. And each time it was almost as if he was trying to bring me into his side. You know, he would make a comment and then turn to me almost as if he was waiting for me to say yeah with approval or something. And yeah, that's not how I roll. I don't ever agree with bad behavior. If you have bad service or you have something going on, there is a polite way to handle that. So anyway, this particular man, I wouldn't even call him a gentleman, was just being a jerk. And at some point in the night, I finally looked at the woman and I said, do you get this type of behavior quite often? And she said, no, thankfully I don't. She said, but it's part of the job. I understand that not everybody's, you know, going to be in a good mood and not everybody's going to be happy with my service, but I'm doing the best I can. And I just try to let people like this go, you know, let, let their attitude not bother me. I really appreciated her positivity and all of that because that would have been really difficult for me. But at the same time, I wanted her to know that I saw what was going on, that I saw the way he was behaving and that it wasn't okay. And I just told her that I'm sorry that she had to put up with people like that. And I was glad to hear that it wasn't frequent or common practice. Now, eventually this 
person decided it was time to go. So he came up next to where I was sitting at the bar to pay the bartender for his tab. And he turned to me and told me a little bit about what he did for a living. And he gave me his name and phone number on a napkin and told me that while I was in the area, I should give him a call. Well, needless to say, there was no way I was calling him. He had shown how disrespectful and rude he was in a restaurant to the staff of people who are serving him and helping him. That's just not not the type of person I want to be around. And I thought of a lot of different ways I could handle that. I thought it would be really funny to actually give the waitress his phone number and say, here you go, have fun with it. Anyway, by the end of the day, I just ended up throwing away the napkin and leaving. But before I left, I continued to finish my meal and I visited a little bit more with the staff and the people that were there. I found out that this bartender who'd been working there and serving me, he had been there for 30 years. And I thought, you know, this must be a really good place to work if you've been here for 30 years. And he was happy. It was authentic. He loved what he did. So I just decided to let the jerk go, let him out of my mind and just focus on the people who are there, visit with them, kind of chat with them when I could enjoy my meal and get on with my day. So I paid for my meal and I stood up and put on my jacket and started gathering up my things to get ready to go. And I noticed one of the servers standing next to a young gentleman. He was probably 19 or 20 years old. And he got the attention of the bartender who was obviously a manager of some sort within this organization. And he called him over and he said, I want to introduce you to my friend. He said, this is so-and-so. And then he introduced the bartender and the bartender said, Hey, how, how are you? How can I help you? Now I'm just kind of watching this through this corner of my eye. And I'm thinking he's looking for a job that this young man has found a friend and he's introducing him to the person who could hire him. And he's going to ask for a job. And this young man looked at the manager and he said, sir, I'm really hungry. There was not even a moment of hesitation. That bartender manager man just looked at him and said, have a seat. I got you. He sat that young man who at this point I started to realize was possibly homeless. He wasn't very clean. He had a little bit of an odor. He sat him like one seat away from me. And it was kind of another seat. Like there was another um, patron on the other side and he sat him right in the middle of all of us paying customers. And he immediately went about getting this kid a menu and asking him what he wanted to eat and starting to really take care of this kid. My heart was completely full He didn't ask him to step outside. He didn't ask him to meet him in the back. He sat him down next to the customers. He treated him with the most kindness I have seen in a really long time. And he got this kid some food. I was blown away by what I just saw. In this one short trip, having dinner in a restaurant, I had seen two complete different sides of humanity. I had seen someone who was proud of the fact that he was an absolute jerk, who treated people poorly and thought he was on par, thought he was doing the right thing, thought that he could get other people to agree with him. And he was being mean. And then I saw on the other side, this true act of kindness and compassion. And I walked away from that place saying, I wish I lived here. I would love nothing more than to be able to support this restaurant every single day for the rest of my life. I would go there all the time 
just because I saw that they cared about this individual. It was truly such an impressionable moment for me. Bringing this back to how it applies to us, when I ask you who you want to be and how you want to show up in the world, this is the type of thing I'm talking about. It's not about, do you want to look good for your neighbors? Do you want to have the fancy car? Do you want the best job? I feel like who you are authentically to the core is who I want to help you bring out. Like I want that inner you, that higher version of yourself to come forward, to show up in every possible situation because you are important, you're unique, you're special, and the world needs you. Your family and your loved ones need you. So when I ask you to ask yourself, what would my best self do or what would my higher self do in this situation, this is the type of thing I'm talking about. It's not your best self to put the jerk face forward. We all have a jerk face in us, right? We have those days. But we also have the compassionate side, the caring side, the humanity side. So when you ask yourself, what would my best self do in a given situation? I know that the best version of you is going to be kind, caring, and compassionate. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to be a doormat and let people walk all over you and treat you poorly and put up with with bad mistreatment. We're going to talk more about that in future episodes. But what this means and how this applies to you is anytime you are face-to-face with someone else or you're on the other side of a screen, you're ready to answer a post or comment on something or answer the phone or a text or anything like that. There's drama. A lot of times there's drama involved. How would you as your best self handle that? How are you going to show up? And that is where you get to have the choice. You are in more control of your life than you realize because even if you see something that's happening to you and maybe you don't have control of the situation, you always have control of the way in which you react or you handle it. Choose to handle it in a way that you can be proud of yourself. It's not very often that we feel proud of ourselves when we turn around, jump down someone's throat, walk away the victor in that argument, and then feel good. You might feel good in that temporary moment, but you know you just pulled a crap move. You know it, and it doesn't help you feel good about who you are. However, if you take it slow, take a breather, and react with intention and handle that situation differently so that when you walk away, you can say, you know, maybe I didn't handle it the best. Maybe there would have been a better way to handle it, but I truly handled it in a way that I can hold my head high when I walk away. That, my friend, is how you build confidence in who you are to the core. Because when you have more moments of walking away with your head high and feeling proud of yourself versus the times where you bomb it and you treat someone badly and you feel crappy, those are going to happen. They just will. We're not always on our A game. And that's okay. We're human. We get to have that human experience. But if we can intentionally have more experiences where we're acting in accordance with our heart and we're becoming that true person that we are to the core, that is going to raise your confidence level. It's going to raise your self-worth. You're going to feel better about you as an individual. And that's why we're here. That's what I want to do. I want to help you find that place where you have more ups than downs, where you have more days where you feel like you contributed to the world, that you made someone else feel good. That is all for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you learned a little bit from my friends in Philly and that you're able to take some of these lessons and apply them. 
You're amazing and you're worth it and you have so much goodness to give and we know we need more goodness in this world. Thank you for sticking with me to the end of this episode and do me a favor, don't forget to subscribe before you move on to the next one. I'll see you soon. 